Welcome to Pitas and Honey Bunches Pop Culture Spectacular, the only show that is actually nerd vomit. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a special, uh, we're going to do this every so often when Pita and I uh, have scheduled conflicts, we're going to do like kind of a nerd vomit edition. Uh, I am Honey Bunches, a.k.a. Doug, uh, I am joined by my stalwart companion, Calvin. Hey everybody. A.k.a. <laughs> Having a beer. Having a beer. Having a beer this Tuesday afternoon. Absolutely. Well, you're on vacation. On vacation. So it works. I'm just a highly functioning, productive uh, alcoholic. Me too. I'm okay, say it. Let's get right into uh, the marquee, or I guess if it's a nerd vomit uh, edition, the vomitorium. That's what we used to call that. Okay. Uh, it's been a while since we've recorded uh, actual content, so. This is going to seem a little dated, but still, I think, relevant. Yeah. Uh, Newicide Squad is what I'm calling it. Yeah. Very entertaining movie. really is. I thought it was very clever. Do you consider it a reboot or a sequel? I, I consider it a sequel. Because of Harley Quinn. Yes. And Flag. And Flag. And Amanda Waller's in it, too. And Boomerang. For and Boomerang second. for a hot second. So, yeah. Okay. I mean, obviously different story and all that stuff, and doesn't touch on the previous film, but their characters established. Outside so. of, I think they make like one crack about Flag and Harley. Yeah. Um, but they basically ignore the first movie as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the... I'm going to say this, and I... Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. I'm going to call it the Highlander 2 of uh, the DC Cinematic Universe. Okay. There's no other movie where like they just gloss over it. Even like Man of Steel, they, yeah, they talk yeah. about on Dawn of Justice and Justice League, like yeah. So, yeah. But, there, but there's not one that they really do gloss over as much yeah. as they did with Suicide yeah, Squad. Yeah, it really did. Which I had such high hopes because I love David Ayer. I love um, what's the the one he did with Jalen uh, Hall. The, the Watch or something? Or the, uh, Nightcrawler? No, 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 no. It's like, um, not, um, shit, it's one where it's all like on body cams. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's, it's I didn't something, see it's it. something Watch. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I had such high hopes for that. Mm-hmm. I loved it. Um, I thought it was really great. Uh, I thought it was basically R-rated Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, Sean Gunn, instead of playing a raccoon, plays a weasel. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll talk about that later. Yeah. Uh, I was surprised by, because I was wondering how they're going to do everything with such a large cast. Um, and uh, the answer was uh, s- simple. Simplicity yeah. itself was yeah. kill half of them in the first like half an hour. Yep. Introduce all these characters and then kill them all. Yeah, and you're like, okay, goodbye, Weasel and yeah. Captain Boomerang and uh, Savant, which is Javelin. Javelin. Oh, I had, I'm amazed at like because I follow whatever his name is, um, Flua Borg on Instagram, and they, he made such a big deal out of it. And then I was like, oh, you're in like ten seconds of this movie. You're only there to have a javelin mm. that you will give to, to Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. That's yep. it. Yes. That's you are simply like life support for a javelin. Mm-hmm. 
which I have been called. Whole other story. Uh, I I love the character Savant from the comics. He comes out of the Gail Simone um, Birds of Prey, and it's one of those. He's just a like naturally genius muscle memory. Um, he's basically I wouldn't say evil Batman, but like he's Batman, but he wants to get paid for it. Right. Um, and I guess he gets like he tries to become a superhero, and Batman's like, "You're a piece of shit." And he's like, okay, well, if I'm, I'm a piece of shit, then I'm going to lean into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's such a great foil to the Birds of the Prey. Uh, Birds of the Prey. Mm-hmm. Birds of Prey right. in the comics that when I saw Michael Rooker, I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Rooker's mm-hmm. savant is going to be awesome. He's doing that, like, ball catch thing yeah, off the, the walls. Yeah. Kills the bird. Oh, kills the bird. I forgot about that part. Um, and then he's like, fuck this noise and gets his head exploded running away okay. I'm like cool thanks for turning Savant into a coward yeah exactly um, severe anxiety over the beach attack yeah He's like ah I gotta get out of here uh, Fly was part of that too right yeah that's where they find him later yeah um, group A and group B group Off B team. group B arrives mm-hmm. now they have to save Flag while Harley is taken captive mm-hmm. quote unquote by like the acting El Presidente mm-hmm. who charms her and tries to uh no they bang <laughs> that's true <laughs> um that's true man when they killed all of his birds that was actually kind of heartbreaking yeah um the Harley Quinn escape scene when they substitute butterflies for blood I my first thought was that's why parts of Kill Bill are black and white. It's just it's so like overdrive violence that they had to do something that made it more palatable. Well, and just, like that's not like you're like oh my god like violence overload. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did like I honestly like looking back I think it's I didn't like it at first but like going back I was like okay that's that was a good choice mm-hmm. like it made it more visually compelling like yeah. it added color to like. Like, like you know, kind of dark settings of like just a stone mm-hmm. castle or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, the palace. And then of course you know they're gonna go save Harley and she shows up. Um, and what you doing? We're here to go save you. you. Now, go back up there. Go back up there if you want me to. Well, don't have to be so condescending about it. Oh, that was <laughs> so good. I know I know that was in the trailer, but like mm. to see it in context. I was that like, was great. That was funny. Also, mm. she'd have to walk back past all of the like, people that she just killed. Like, yeah, like 50 people she killed. Uh-huh. With her doing the whole, like, dual, like, automatic rifle scene from Thor 3, which is what that made me think of. Yeah. Uh, with Des and Troy. Yeah. Um, Weasel surviving. Yes. I don't know what the fuck that even sets up. <laughs> he's, just just running around the, he's just running around the island now. Because everyone's yeah. gone. Uh, I love that they brought in Colto, Colto, Colto Maltese, which, I mean, that was mentioned in the first Keaton Batman. Um, yeah. It obviously plays very heavy on uh, Dark Knight Returns, except the whole Cuban Missile Crisis. Their uh, version, metaphor, yeah. Yep. Simile. Um, and then, of course, the post credit with Peacemaker surviving, which he had to because. He's going to be in the HBO Max series. And you know what? In every movie I've seen John Cena in, I've been like nonplussed. This one, I was, 
I was really okay with him. He was okay in this movie, yeah. I liked it. Uh, the flag peacemaker fight was fucking brutal. Really, really brutal. Um, I mean, I think it was kind of weird because they're both supposed to be like regular guys mm-hmm. that just work out, but like they're beating the shit out of each other with like pieces of metal grating. Yeah. And like getting slammed through walls, and I'm like, well, you wouldn't be able to get up after one of those hits. Pretty much. So, I mean, a little bit of inconsistency in terms of power level, I guess you'd say. Mm-hmm. But I mean, John Cena fighting whatever that guy's name is. Um, was he? <coughs> Not Jake Courtney, because that was Boomerang. Yeah, it was Boomerang. It's what's his name? K- K- Kinnaman. He played uh, Robocop in the reboot. Right. That was a fucking piece of shit. Anyway. Weird enough, had Michael Keaton in it. Ooh. Uh, any other... I just kind of slammed through my notes. No, no, but if you've got thoughts on favorite parts of Suicide Squad... I like Starro the Conqueror and how they did that. Oh my god. <laughs> I mean, I kept waiting for that moment where like all the Suicide Squad would be attacking him and it'd be like the Justice League cover from like his first appearance and was that the first actually was that the first issue of Justice League? I don't know if it was the first one now. I know he gets introduced into it but I don't think it's the first one. Okay, okay. Um, but yeah, that scene where they're all running at him. Okay, we need to talk about and have a dedicated conversation about Pokemon uh, Poke Dot Man. Mm. Because one, I thought he would be one of the first ones to go. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, oh, he's weirdly polka dot sick. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And says something about his mother. And then, like, the more you find out about him, Mm -hmm. you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And he finally feels good about himself and then gets fucking curb stomped by Starro. (laughs) I am a superhero. Bam! Yeah, that was, I was like, here's this moment! And I, I, honestly, I did not see it coming. I was like, holy shit. Another thing I didn't see coming, and you saw it before me, Ratcatcher. Yeah, Ratcatcher 2. Ratcatcher 2. And Ratcatcher. Being the heart and soul of that movie. Yeah, she is great. I mean, a throwaway character, and her whole arc is beautiful. Mm -hmm. I, I can't... The only thing I can compare it to from, like, other James Gunn stuff is, like, the whole, like, take my hand Peter from the first Guardians. Where you're like, Mm -hmm. oh, oh my god, this is heart-wrenching. Yeah. I mean, you know, that she takes over, like, being Ratcatcher after, like, the dad has, like, a heroin problem. Um, And then that last scene where she sees the memory and he's like, why rats or something? And it's like, because no one ever pays attention to their beautiful animals or something um, yeah <laughs> that like yeah they're important they have a purpose and but everyone thinks they're dirty but they're actually beautiful ugh my goof yeah um the fact that what Ratcatcher 2 mm-hmm. uh no I'm sorry not Flyer well no uh Ratcatcher 2 a fucking King Shark King Shark hand fake mustache was one of the funniest things ever yeah the fact that King Shark drops an F-bomb. Mm-hmm. Uh, Harley and... Who am I missing? Uh, Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Uh, survive and... Based on... I don't know what the box office was, because this one, this one got a little weird. Yeah. Um, Pandemic release and... 
it, you know, Disney yeah, Plus. Uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Yeah. Don't want to get sued. Um, no, no, no. Never mind. <laughs> but it was one of those, like, it's going to be one of the last ones that got, like, simultaneously released. Because Warner Brothers and Disney did a whole deal where they're going to release their movies uh, for 45 days in theaters after the whole uh, Black Widow Widow thing debacle, which is still going on. Mm -hmm. You know she's going to win. I mean, one, it's black and white, and two, Mm -hmm. she has an excellent case. And then just Disney, like, trying to turn it against her and going, like, oh, you don't respect lives lost, like, in COVID. It's like, no, no, no. no. Fire that lawyer. Whoever said put that out as a press release, fire them. Yep. Because it just made Disney look as heartless as they wanted to make Scarlett Johansson look. Yep. Um, but yeah, once again, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I think it's got potential to break the mold of... I don't know what the fuck DC is doing at this point, but I think between that and Flash, they may have been like, okay, let's just do our own thing. Let's not... Play the game that Marvel is forcing us to play because we're obviously not good at it. Right. Um, and Marvel did that. They changed the face of everything. Shared A, shared universe. And B, when they started Marvel Studios and Feige like went to like the you know, loan people or financial whatever, said, yeah, we're going to do Iron Man and then whatever it goes. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to do Iron Man, and then we're going to do Thor, and then we're going to do Captain America, and then we're going to do Hulk, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And people are like, and then we'll do the Avengers. Yeah. And that had never been done before. They're like, the loan company was like, well, you're going to spend so much money just building up to the Avengers that people could lose interest, which... It did not happen. <laughs> did not happen at all. And it still, and still isn't. Mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi, so... Yeah. That should um, be good. Which is not behind a paywall. So I may have to actually fuck off to theaters for that one. Um, we'll use this as a jumping off point. Uh, actually, your call. Do you want to stay with Marvel or jump to the or stay with DC or jump or you know what I mean? Which one do you want? DC or Marvel? <laughs> let's go. Let's go with. Um, let's stay with DC. Let's stay with DC. All right, we're going with Star Girl. I did not want to like the second season. I I watched the first season. It was fun in a nostalgic way, seeing like a new Justice Society, right? Star Girl, uh, Doctor Midnight, Our Man, uh, and the, I love that they make a joke where the Injustice Society is trying to like eliminate debt and disease and taxes, and like they're trying to, like. Yeah, like you know, healthcare for all and equality, and like the Justice Society is like, are we the bad, bad guys? <laughs> um, of course, there was always going to be an evil bent on you know, the Injustice Squad, right? But I was like, I don't, I don't know how I feel about the second season, mm-hmm. and the fact that immediately they set up Eclipso, who tempts a girl into evil at a birthday party and then kills her apparently that's an open scene yeah okay let's see where this goes and they're they're basically building like maybe you'll remember I because they had the the kids from the Justice Society it was like Infinite Incorporated or 
Infinity Incorporated. Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they're basically building on both sides. Like mm-hmm. Eclipso and Shiv from the first season are building like an evil new Eclipso yeah. league. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've got a very sweet scene where Arrow Man, Arrow Man who beat the piss out of... Uh, Solomon Grundy in the first season comes across a wounded Grundy in the second season and starts taking care of him. So you've got a lot going on on the first episode. Uh, and I, I'm actually really digging it. Like, I didn't want to like it. It's one of those where I'm like, they really stepped up the game where they're like, this could be on the chopping block like a lot of other like CWDC shit. Right. Like they've lost, they've lost Arrow. They did. Flash has been mediocre at best. Um, um, Legends has always kind of been the outlier where it's really fun, but it doesn't get the ratings, which sucks because I love that show. Um, Black Lightning just finished, which it got so good on the last two seasons. Mm-hmm. Oh god, it got so fucking good. Um, Lois and Clark, not Lois and Clark. <laughs> yeah, so we're going uh, back to Clean Pain. I remember it. I know too. Dude, Terry Hatcher's Lois Lane, that was yep. a sexual awakening. I'll tell you that right there. I'll tell you that right now. Um, but, yeah, a, a Critical Darling, uh, apparently there's a huge twist with um, Natasha Irons coming in, and. Because I guess she's. The daughter that John Henry Irons had with that his world's lowest lane in that's the world where like Superman's like a dictator. Um, I, I don't know. I don't watch it. I'm not really a Superman fan. I to be perfectly honest, the characters never grab me. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm hard pressed to say like I've got a favorite Superman. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the original Jeff Lopes Man Batman. Okay. That, that was Lope, right? Lope, yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. Lope and Ed McGinnis was the first one. Mm-hmm. That first arc. That I liked. But then again, Batman was there. So that, yeah. that's why I liked it. Yeah. It is. You either get Superman or you don't, I think, because just the way the character is developed. Just, he's just too easy. It's too easy to write about him because... He is the all-powerful being. What's his... Yeah, I, mean, I know he's got his quote-unquote humanity and the... Oh, okay. Actually, I'll, I can think of one. Okay. Was, uh, I think it was... I think it's called like, What's So Great About Truth and Justice in the American Way Anyway? And it was Joe Casey writing Justice League. No, Superman. And it was him versus... The DC version before DC actually got them legally, The Authority. Okay. And it's like Manchester Black, and it's like it. Obviously, it's a authority mm-hmm. pistache. Um, and they're like, oh yeah, we kill, we take out the, you know, the villains before they hurt people. Like, what about you, Superman? Like, you just throw them the revolving door of Bell Rev or yeah. Arkham or whatever. Bell Rev, yep. Um, and then they said they're going to take out Superman, and then he takes them out, but like non-lethally. That, that was a good run. Yeah, that kind of went like, hey, there's nothing wrong with them. I mean, but the whole thing is like every time you see Superman go up against new heroes, they're like, well, you're outdated. You're the big blue boy scout. 
and yeah. that's why I don't like him. Yeah. Other characters are just more interesting than him. Yeah. I, and I mean, I get it. He's one of the first. Like, yeah. I get it. He's Superman. Mm-hmm. And I get that, like, it, it comes out of, like, two Jews writing, you know, during World War II, and they're like, we want to empower our sense of, like, this a savior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's not a shock. Red and white and blue are part of this color scheme. That's <laughs> awesome. Because World War II. Yep. So, but, like, I just, I don't, I've never gotten Superman. What are we on? Oh, Jesus. Um, you were talking about Star Girl. Oh yeah. So yeah, Clipso League. Uh, blah blah blah. I'm really digging it. Um, I mean, it still is very CW, but they, I think they've upped their game. I think they figured out what it was. That's good. Um, it came off as kind of campy. I wouldn't say low budget, but like medium budget. Yeah. For like a first for season the, for show. The, for the first season, yeah, definitely. Um, so, I'm. I, once again, like I didn't want to like Stargirl uh, season two, but I'm in. I'm in. Mm-hmm. I, I want to know where it goes. Um, I can't wait. And just to see Eclipso, like people's like faces get like half taken over, like, mm-hmm. and this looks fucking cool. Right. Uh, jump to Marvel. Okay. Point, Marvel. Marvel's next. Uh, no, we're jumping to Image Comics. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. We'll stay with Marvel. Tom McFarlane's been weirdly quiet about the Spawn movie. I will say that for Image Comics. Okay, then. There you go. Oh, and the last season of um, Walking Dead is happening. Happening now. Premiered Sunday. I have not watched it in, like, two seasons. After the very start of the Whisperer War, I was like, I don't give a shit. Once Rick was out, and it's not that that Andrew Lincoln was, like, like, my guy, but, like, I just went... I've been watching this for like a third of my life. Like, I don't. I'm bored. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, someone who still watches the show. Do you really? Yeah. I watched it, yeah. I haven't missed it. Who so, are the guys in the fucking like power suits? We're just now learning about them. Ah. That's okay. the new. That's the, the new. That's the Commonwealth? Yeah, the Commonwealth is the new group that got introduced this last season. Because in the. Comics, they were like a military thing. Yeah, they kind of, kind of still are. Okay, but we're just now visiting them in the show, and they've only had a couple of episodes, so. Because they don't know about the Whisperers. No. Okay. They're, they're their own. They're their own entity at this point. Okay. Okay. And. But as for a jumping-off point for the new season, I really liked the first episode. Really? So. Yeah. Um. Still, it's still, it's still well done. So. Um. Apparently there's a whole thing with uh, Negan and Maggie. Yep. Yikes. That that is two people that I don't that should obviously be on screen together, but in real life would never happen. Yeah. Um, I don't mean that romantically. I just mean that like in when you do like, okay, I'm heading over here. And I'm gonna pick the people I'm gonna go with. Mm-hmm. The only reason Maggie and Negan would choose each other is to kill each other yes. from what I'm together and that's what they're, that's kind of their story arc is who's going to kill the first who's going to kill each other first who's going to just go with that line and the thing is no one's going to be mad at Maggie but everyone's going to be mad at Negan yep so yes so uh, I think they're going to pull a what was that thing where like Glenn's under the dumpster for like four episodes yeah that's what they're going to pull Maggie yeah and the, and the Hansy uh, walkers yeah 
Or the Whisperers could save her, theoretically. Theoretically, yeah. I mean, I don't watch the show anymore, so that's just me supposing. Yeah, yeah the Whisperers are kind of not a thing anymore. Really? Yeah. They kind of went to the... They had the Whisperers War last season. Okay. And they basically took them out. Spoiler. Okay. Spoiler. <laughs> I'll throw at the top of the episode. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, that episode... No, that, I still watch that show. I still think it's really creative. I, I have no problem with it. I'm still invested in it. So... I just, it's one of those, like, and I can't binge it because it's, like, so emotional where I'm, like, I can't, and I can't passively watch it either. Yeah. I just got so behind where I was, like, I don't, okay. Yeah. I watch it usually the night it premieres or at the very least I'll Do you watch Talking it. Dead? I do not. Okay. Um, I, lo- I actually like Talking Dead more than I watch, like, Walking Dead at some point. Early on, Talking Dead was kind of cool. I kind of liked watching it. Mm-hmm. And then it just got in its own head too much. And I was like, ah, it used no, to that be... Is, that is very hard work. It, it used to be so fun. And then he's taking everything every seriously. And it's like, man, I, I watched, like, a couple... Like, when it first premiered, I thought it was really clever. And then it became its own thing. So. Well, they tried to spin it off when they had... Um, they did Preacher. They had yeah. uh, they had preach and preacher or whatever that was, mm-hmm. and they did it with um, Better Call Saul. Yeah, I didn't watch. I'm trying to think that. of the, it was it was called Talk. talk. I think they Better Talk it. Saul or Be- something. Yeah, like Better. That. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're fine. No, it was fine. Um, wait, Better Call Saul or the yeah, Better Call Saul. The Better Call Saul is a good show. Yeah, it's a great show. Great show. Yeah, it's not what you expect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm excited for the movie. But we'll talk about that off Yeah. <laughs> um, I was trying to think of a segue. Um, speaking of all this, what if? Yes. Let's talk. About <laughs> if. Holy shit! Yes. I I was prepared to not like this show. Mm-hmm. I was prepared to be like this is going to be like the Bad Batch of. Disney Plus, where I'm sure it's good, but it's animated, so I'm kind of like, eh. um, yeah. oh my god, I'm so glad I watched What yeah. If. What If is, a, yeah. They the, come out strong. Uh, one, getting most of the original voice cast back yeah. is a coup. Like, I've. Mm-hmm. If you would have told me when Marvel started the MCU, and they go, yeah, we're going to be doing like this, like, what if series. But we're gonna get everyone that most of the people that played the original characters in it. I'd be like, well, there's, there's no way these people are like movies. Yeah. So they're not gonna. They're not gonna their voice to yeah. 22 minute cartoon. You're out of your yeah. fucking minds. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck. Like past me. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, first episode. Of what if Peggy Carter became Captain America effectively? Yep. Um, I love Steve becoming that weird, like, Iron Man, Giant. Iron like, Giant. Hydra thing. Stomper. Yeah. Um, that was cool to watch. The fact that they, like, explained away, like, her, like, frozen thing was, like, her getting stuck Some in the squid of... dimension. Yeah, I got stuck in a different dimension. Um, Ross Marquad coming back as the Red Skull. He was yeah. the Red Skull in uh, the Avengers Endgame. Mm hmm. And, no, Infinity War. Infinity. And, in Infinity and War. And Endgame. And Endgame. It was in both. Because he replaced, what's his name, Agent Smith. Yeah. Um, weirdly, Russ Mark won on Walking Dead. Yes. Because he plays the guy with the mechanical arm. He does. Uh, and I love something about... There's Speaking of missing an arm, 
Because there's a great line somewhere in that first episode, What If, where Peggy grabs um, Bucky and he says something like, you almost tore my arm oh, off. Yeah. And I was like, ha ha. Uh-huh. Like, that yeah. was a, like, wah, wah, slash, that was a good joke. Like, I have a love-hate on that one. <laughs> um, but, I, I mean, it just blew me away that first episode. And then, then there's a second episode. Then the second episode. And I mean that in the best possible way, folks. It was this one was really good. Bittersweet, to say the least. Mm-hmm. It's, what if T'Challa, wow. a.k.a. Black Panther, became Star-Lord? Which apparently would have been okay if he did. <laughs> it would have been great if he did. Been apparently, he becomes like. Well, we'll talk about that opening scene in a second. Yeah. But uh, it was uh, Chadwick Boseman's, I think, probably last thing he actually did. Probably. Yeah. I mean, probably post-production on Black Panther two. But um, when I saw his name in the credits, yeah, I was like, no, no, no. I was like, oh, he's got to be, like, unused uh, audio from, like, Black Panther, and it's either, like, flashback, or at the very end, it's like a cameo thing. No, 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 no. Whole episode. Oh, my God. I almost started crying. And I was in public, and I wouldn't have cared. (laughs) Oh, my God, I got misty. And I love that they redo, like, that opening scene of... Star Lord going to get the power power stone? Is that power, it? Yeah. Power gem? Whatever. Power it is. is a gem, yeah. The first one, you know. And and they've got like a Digimon Hansu or whatever it was. Yeah. And it's all like, you might know me by another name, Star Lord. Instead of saying who, because we all expected it, he goes, oh my god, Star Lord. Oh, should I, should I kneel? Should I bow? Totally fanboyed out on it. it oh my god. And then he becomes a Reaver. Yeah. Or, uh, no, uh, not Reaver. Um, uh, Ravager. Ravager. Thanos is a Ravenger. Yeah. Because he was swayed by T'Challa's diplomacy. His argument got him. Oh my god. Mm -hmm. And then like the Collector's the bad guy, which I don't remember um, Benicio Del Toro sounding like that in the first Guardians. I haven't gone back to fact check. No, he had a little bit more of an... He he hammed it up a little bit more. A little bit more, okay. I, I didn't think it was as smooth. Yeah. From the original Guardians. Yeah, um, but it was the original like black black guard or whatever they call themselves. Yeah, um, black order. And it was just, I mean, fun to watch. Yeah. Um, Sean Gunn's back in it as uh, what was it? Cracklin, uh, Cracklin, Cracklin, whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. Taserface is back. I mean, Taserface like, is back. Every, like, That's every like, small little thing they could do, mm-hmm. they did. Yeah. Um, and the fact that you do realize that um, his, like, the dad who is T'Chaka? T'Chaka? Question mark? Yeah. Is still alive. Mm-hmm. Because Peggy became mm-hmm. Captain, or Captain Carter. Carter, therefore, you don't have the Winter Soldier to kill him to make the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Like, you start, like, just pulling at that thread, and you're like, holy shit, this all makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean... I, I when they get to that like you know dedicated to Chadwick Boseman our inspiration our hero mm-hmm. yeah I I oh god my chest hurt yeah. um, but it's a great show I did not expect it to be as good as it is it really I is thought it'd good. be like yeah there could be some uh, be some tongue in cheek moments and you know 
some of the CGI CGI might not play as well as they hope, and I'm I'm wrong. I'm yeah. wrong. Um, yeah, the What If series is very good. So I like the direction it's going. I think it can only build from there. And the thing is, they don't release the like titles mm-hmm. until like the day it premieres. Uh, you never know what the fuck's gonna happen. Because mm-hmm. um, I know there's some Doctor Strange shit coming down the pike. There is. Um, who knows what they're gonna be doing with Spider-Man? Man. Which yeah. we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. Um, no way home. I will say, uh, a what if I kind of want to see? Oh, they're. Do- I know from the trailer they're doing uh, Marvel Zombies. That's uh, always interesting. I'll do a shot with the guy next to me. Please and thank you. I'll do a shot with him. <laughs> um, they're doing Marvel Zombies. Once again, written by Robert Kirkman, who wrote Walking Dead. There you go. And Invincible. Which, and Invincible, which is also a great show. So good. Mm-hmm. Um, and Battle Pope, which is exactly what you think it is. <laughs> uh, before we get into Spider-Man No Way Home, because we'll just use that as a springboard, I do want to say, speaking of... Uh, no, no, it's canon. I'm, I'm totally wrong. I was going to say alternate versions, but let's be honest, it's an alternate version. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a new Funko Pop that I am thrilled with. They're doing the Year of the Shield um, weird deep cut Captain America Funkos, and one of them is Cat Wolf. Yes. Which everyone's like, what? Is that a, a wolf that becomes Captain America? Nope, it's Captain America that becomes a wolf. I can't remember who is it. It's gonna be Man Wolf or something. Yeah, it's like Man Wolf. Yeah. Um, yeah, Captain America turns into a werewolf. Yes. I'm gonna do a shot to that. <laughs> No. Have you seen the cast? Okay, we're not doing this. We're, 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 we're recording. We'll talk, we'll talk about this off air. Because uh, I got a fellow uh, Borderlands fan next to me, as well as Calvin. Yes. Um, yes. But yeah, I got the Capital Funko. I love it. That's going to be one of my treasured if. I never want to choose between my children in terms of my Funko family, but. <laughs> That may be up there just because it's so niche and so like I was talking to you about it before yeah. I got it. And I'm like, who the fuck oh, remembers yeah. Cap Wolf? Very very you and few. Me. Very That's very it. few. And the people that and the Funko and the people who done Funko and the people who wrote the comic. And I guarantee you, they had to Google Weird Captain America. Yeah. And they were just uh, scrolling one down when they mm-hmm. goes, oh, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. I remember the cover. Like it was a two issue arc. I remember that. Um, it was in the early 90s. That's when it was getting super weird in comics. Yeah. Um, especially with, like, horror and, like, anti-heroes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I just remember, like, being young and, like, either going to a comic store or seeing it on a newsstand and going, Cat America's a werewolf? What the, what the fuck? Yeah. Which is terrifying because it's a super soldier werewolf. Yeah. I don't know if he kept his, like, mental capacity. I, I don't remember if he did or not. So like I said, it was a very in the weeds kind of story. I'm like, I'm trying to remember it. I remember the cover. So And that might have been like back when the late great like what's his name that did um shit. He did Avengers for a, a while. Mark Gruenwald. Sounds okay. about right. Yeah. He did the Squadron Supreme. Yep. Because he wanted to write Justice League so bad. 
that he had to invent the Squadron Supreme so he could write it on Marvel. <laughs> and he and the, uh, uh, another great comic writer, Mark Wade, would have like this thing with Avengers comics where they would like hang out and go issue two seventeen, and like they would like have to say the name, the actual name of the issue, like back and forth. Okay. That's insane. That is insane. One, that's a lot of Avengers comics. Yes. And to know each issue is very Mark Grunewald, very Mark Wade. Maybe it's just being named Mark. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but speaking of the multiverse, which Cap Wolf isn't, <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. Yeah. That just... Um, that just dropped. Just dropped. Well, it just officially dropped. Right. There was a leak. It was a bad quality. I didn't even deal with it. So many questions. Possibly so many answers. <laughs> right. Um, you've got... We knew Dr. Strange was going to be part of it. We knew Dr. Yeah. Octopus. We knew... I didn't know Green Goblin. Yeah, I didn't know Green Goblin. Which goes back to when I... I don't know if it was on air or off air with you and I. That we were talking about uh, the end of Falcon Winter Soldier. I'm sorry, Captain America Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And he just signed on for a... Fourth, four, four, yep. Um, Papa Doc has done some big things. Papa Doc. He's done some great things. Right? Two Post. Pac, one Pac, none. Yeah. Um, <laughs> tell these people something they don't know about me. Yeah, we'll, we'll go eight miles on this one. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a deeper Anthony Mackie cut, but I can't. Um, That's really it. Yeah. Uh... But yeah, he signed on for four, so that's good. Is he signed on for four? Oh, yeah, yeah for yeah. four, for the fourth Captain America. For the fourth Captain America. Which will probably have Winter Soldier in it. Yeah. And probably, hopefully, Baron Zemo. Hopefully. That was the trio I, no one knew they needed. But, uh, yeah, the trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home came out. It looks fucking crazy. bonkers. Looks crazy. I don't even know where to start. You've got... Oh, that was what I was going to say, but at the end of Falcon Winter Soldier... They cut, I guess they cut it or they didn't do it. It's implied that uh, Agent 13, whatever her name is, sure Carter's. Whole thing? Her whole thing. Maybe half. It's not, it's not Peggy yeah. Carter, but uh, no. it, it'll come to me later. But Agent 13 is when she goes, oh yeah, I'm in. We've got control. Yeah. That, apparently they were supposed to show a Willem Dafoe, Norman Osborn. Okay. Which starts that whole thing where, like, instead of. What did he start instead of Shield? A hammer? Hammer. Thank you. And became the Iron Patriot and all that. Like, mm-hmm. Starting to set up Dark Avengers. Avengers. Mm-hmm. But like seeing that like the Green Goblin's back, which implies Norman Osborn, mm-hmm. a Doctor Octopus, yes. a hopefully they get him right Electro. Um, and by the way, you're halfway Same to man. a Sinister Six at yeah, that point. Yeah, pretty much. Um, well, you have Venom. You just, there you go. Uh, Morbius. Morbius. Which, Morbius is coming out too, yeah. Oh, I'm uh, not. I'm, I'm a little worried on that one. Uh, they're putting it out in January, where movies go to die. Uh, like, I'm I'm a little worried. My first tattoo was Morbius. Ah. Uh, the Midnight Suns version. Okay. But yeah, like, I'm a little worried Morbius is coming out in January. But, we're not here to talk about the villains, we're here to talk about Spider-Man. <laughs> right. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh, cool. Spider-Man. Ever since uh, he seemingly killed Mysterio, his public well, I- ideas out, very civil war... Uh, he now wants Doc Strange to do kind of a one more day, if you read the comics with, yeah. with uh, Jim Michael Straczynski, um, kind of a one more day kind of re- retcon, reset 
reset uh, people's memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, it seems to go wrong yeah. and unleashes the multiverse. Yeah. Which now you have multiple unleashings of the multiverse. Thank you, Loki. <laughs> not that I'm not that I'm bitching. Yeah. Uh, obviously, so, they haven't shown. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say yeah. We have a lot of multiverses going on top of each other. Which well, is, they do the whole like Inception, Doctor Strange thing, where like stuff moving and rotating around itself, multiplying. Yeah. What we haven't seen, other than Doctor Octopus, from the other movies, is the other Spider-Man. Yeah. Uh, we haven't seen them. We haven't seen. God, I hope they bring back Daredevil. I want my Charlie Cox Daredevil so bad. I want him back. Yeah. Um. And. Otherwise, we haven't seen, I mean, other than fighting multiple villains, we haven't seen the plot. We haven't seen the plot at all. Uh, that did not drop a single hint of plot. <laughs> well, at one point, Doc Strange says something about, like, you're trying to live two lives, and does that, like, weird soul punch? Yeah. So I'm wondering, are they doing Peter Parker and then Spider-Man's yeah. on his own? Trying they to can't reconcile that. that. Yeah. And where the other Spider-Man... Once again, this creates... Far more questions than it does answers. Thanks, yeah. Kevin Feige. Mm. You're doing your job extremely well. Uh, I almost gave myself a black eye with a nerd boner watching it, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Just because... Okay, at one point, Spider-Man goes to the Sanctum Sanctorum. Did I say mm. that right? Yeah. It's full of snow. Yeah. Doctor Strange is wearing the cloak of levitation and then, like, sweatpants. Like, what the... F- fuck is going on yeah I don't know I don't know no one knows no one knows Kevin Feige knows and you know what I don't super love spoilers but like I kind of want to crack his head open on this one (laughs) like at least the plot other than it's Spider-Man fights the multiverse basically basically what it is Spider-Man is fighting for his identity back and this is, once again, they're going to have to wrap up the multiverse sooner rather than later because you can only have one Kang. We talked about this on air. That I remember. Yeah. You can only get it down to one Kang. So yes. they're going to have to limit the multiverse eventually. To, uh, yeah. Just crunch it down so, to one thing. We're going to have a lot of fun with Doctor Strange, No Way Home, and the Ant-Man Wasp Quantumania. And I think that's going to give us... Some direction. Kind of like That's going to get us to... Ha ha ha. Pun intended. The vomitorium. Because that's a closed. Yeah, yeah like a funnel. Um, <laughs> or as I was doing in Ratchet and Clank earlier on, on my PlayStation, a kill box. But yes. Um, yeah, it, it, it's going to bottleneck all of the universes. We might have, I mean, obviously, a few with. I think it still have what if. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like once you even solve the multiverse, you can still have what if. Yeah. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I I don't understand. And once I'm jumping, don't, don't let me. Okay. Go ahead. Um, the one thing I don't understand, other than the snow, <laughs> is when you see Alfred Molina, who, what did we say? It sounds politely sinister. Politely sinister which, reading. No pun intended. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, when he goes, yeah. hello, hello Peter. Peter. And I'm like, how does he recognize Tom Peter. Holland? Yeah. Which implies he's not talking to Tom Holland. Right. He's talking to Tobey Maguire. At which point, Andrew Garfield should be incredibly confused. 
Because he's only yeah. fought a shitty fucking Electro, which there's a new one. Mm-hmm. And a uh, slightly yeah. less shitty Blizzard. I mean, I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't overwhelmed. Right. I mean, I like that actor, but... I, and a very weird... He also did... Um, he also fought Harry Osborn. Shit, I forgot about the fucking the uh, Dane DeHaan, yeah. the Dane DeHaan uh, Green Goblin, because yeah. his dad Chris Cooper had like the weird goblin, like eczema or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, yeah oh my so god! Can you imagine that? Like, I've turned myself into a goblin because of eczema. It's like super eczema. Therefore, yeah. I'm a goblin now. No, I'm a goblin. Um, yeah. I don't have a. I, I, I don't really have a, a segue to anything about goblins. Um, really should work on that for your next show. All the different ways you can segue to goblins. Uh, I've got some exciting news that has something with something like goblins. Okay. Uh, so I got my Kickstarter update for uh, MST3K. Because um, it's all like horror movies. It's all like. They're going to be doing. Um, I think Troll or Troll 2 and da da da. There was my, there was my connective tissue. Mm-hmm. And I love, they finished, they finished uh, the final um, snow globe design. And uh, they've done like the coins. So I'm okay. super psyched for that. I cannot wait for the next season. It's going to come out next week, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I finished Biomutant on PlayStation 4 slash 5. This is a game where you have to save the tree of life from three, I'm sorry, four tree eaters, destroyers, whatever. And there's like a space arc. And you have like actual like dark and light, like moral decisions. Which, spoilers, don't mean shit. No matter what you do, you end up saving the stupid fucking tree and then jumping on a spaceship and leaving. Mm-hmm. And there's like this whole thing of like, you're trying to like help the environment and like, you know, like stop the polluting, whatever, the evil pollution things. Very fern gully. Okay. And then you do that, and like the tree of life has been rejuvenated, but you're still fucking off to space. Well, you had to go out to space because that's where the tree of life is kept, is kept in Asgard. Yeah, unless it's that shitty fucking... Hugh Grant, not Hugh Grant. Um, Hugh. Uh, Laurie? Huh? I'm just thinking of people whose name is Hugh. Hugh. I like Hugh Laurie. Hugh um, Laurie? No, Wolverine. Why am I blanking on that one? Hugh Jackman? Hugh Jackman. What was that sh- uh, shitty uh, Tree of Life movie? It's it Aaron Darnowski. I remember. Oh. Uh, God damn it. Children of, children of men? Huh? Children of Men? Yeah. No, yeah. that was um, um that was um somebody else. That was uh Oh god, what is his name? Fuck. No, it's okay, the one I'm thinking of is Hugh Jackman and uh, Rachel Weiss where they have like the reincarnation. Oh. Luckily. Yeah, I don't know. If that. only there was somewhere we could go to look up these movies. Yes. As if it were in my pocket or in front of me. Um, I don't remember that one. You um, if it turns out to be the greatest showman, I'm gonna really no, have to really, it, it really is, have to reevaluate no, my watching. No, habits. it's not. And then um, the one you're thinking of, City of Men, is uh, Julianne Moore and the guy who's in Sin City. Yeah. Um, 
Whereas like everything was going so well. Uh, Sin City, the character's name is Dwight. Why do I remember that and not his fucking name? He was played... Dwight was played by... Clive Owen. Clive Owen. You're thinking Clive Owen. Yes. Um, I am thinking when I get to the actual internet, career, or life. Do we have a filmography on this or what? Stupid Wikipedia. <laughs> Personal life question. What? It's... Uh, the minute I say it, you're going to be like, oh yeah, The Fountain. Oh. Did you ever watch that? No. I would have come it's, up with the name a lot quicker if I had. The movie is brilliant, but the thing is, it's like about like enduring, like infinite, recurred love. And I just, my girlfriend of like three years, and I just broken up. Yeah. And just it just happened like two days or two days after like my friend Heather loaned me the movie. Hmm. So I'm like, yeah, I'm super depressed. I'm single after three years, and I love this girl, and whatever. And my friend Heather's like, don't, don't watch this Don't movie. watch this movie. Don't watch this movie. And I'm like, well, what else am I going to do? I'm lonely. Mm. I'm going to watch a movie. And I watched Instantly it. regretted it. Oh, my God. All I did was weep. Ugly, racked sobs. Just tears. Oh, God. It's a beautiful movie. But yeah, it's all about, like, just reincarnated, like, lovers. Please. Um, Oh, so how did we get under the fountain? I don't know. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, Cowboy Bebop's coming out. Yes, Cowboy Bebop's on, uh, coming out November 9th. I'm psyched. That's gonna be awesome. I have until November 9th to slam through the original, the original ones, animated. Um, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to that challenge uh, as well as the actual live action. It's been. Yeah. In, I mean, Process. I know COVID slowed it down, but what two? It's been in, it's been two, if not three years. Yeah, it's been in. It's had its ups and downs. One, um, the actor who plays Spike, um, John Cho, like broke his foot, and yeah. so that delayed everything. Um, and then COVID. And then COVID happened. I, I, think, I think Einstein's a mix of actual corgi and CGI. Okay. I mean, just so they can have the dog actually do what it needs to do or something. Stupid smart dog. It's a smart data dog. He's a data dog. But he really doesn't do anything other than jump on computers. And bark. And bark. And whine. And it's going to be interesting to see how they do this because... Okay. Cowboy Bebop is one of my all-time favorite shows. I was going to preface that. <laughs> um... Yeah, I have a tattoo and everything about it. Look, there's the swordfish. Oh, shit. I was going to ask you what that was after. Off yeah. air. Yep, you yeah. totally have a Bebop. I have a Cowboy Bebop ship. Swordfish 2. Um, so I'm really looking forward to the end, um, to the live action. It looks, from the stills they put out, looks really good. be interesting to see how they do this. Because so far there's... Scripting-wise is my issue. Yeah. Like, how close are they going to get to the original source material? Yeah. Uh, musically, they're going to be dead on because yeah. what's his name joined? Yeah, the original, uh, the original composer. Yeah, joined. Uh, I can pull his name up. So it's going to be. It's good. the music's going to be good. It's going to be very interesting to see what see what they do. Yoko I'm Kano. A yeah. Kano. Yeah. And her band seatbelts. Oh, it's a lady. Yeah. Oh, I don't know, it's a lady. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, oh, I don't know about a, a lady named Yoko <laughs> doing a live-action anime. As long as he doesn't hang out with anyone named George or Paul, she should be fine. Or Ringo. No, there's only one of those. She can only hang out with one Ringo. But... No, so it's going to be interesting. I am... I have my reservations on it only because they didn't cast Ayn. Or Ed. They didn't cast Ed. That Which one's Ed? Maybe I haven't gotten Ed yet. I'm going to say, I don't know. I don't want to spoil it if you haven't gotten to it in the cartoon. Okay. So... But it's a, it's a character later in the series. Yes. Okay. Okay. But so far, I have high hopes for it. So... I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I mean, I think... I th- Aesthetically, like it looks. Yeah, that's right. Well, this is one of those shows. Where, excuse me, listeners. That uh, you can't fuck up. Hopefully not. I know we say that, but like American Gods, Preacher. Mm-hmm. I'm sure other things. Other things. Um, Dragon Ball Evolution. Uh, I was talking about that a couple days ago. Yeah. How big of a because I was wearing my Vegeta shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah like how yeah. they can't they can't fuck up like Netflix Sandman. Like there's like, yeah, it's Neil Gaiman's show to fuck up. At that yeah, point. but like Cowboy Bebop, like you can't you can't I fuck hope, that up. I hope you cannot fuck that up. And I'm only like <laughs> a third into the series. I know I'm late for the game, yeah. but like it's one of those like if it actually doesn't have the same spirit as. As what a, I'm watching, like, and what you've memorized, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, cultivated an entire personality around. <laughs> uh, it's it's just going to be us turning against Netflix. Netflix going, again. God damn it. Yeah. I have high either hopes. Get it, either get it right or stop. Yep. Um, speaking of things that have been optioned for movies, and this will be our last thing... Um, I've been reading, uh, I just got, uh, and have been reading, uh, the new Sandman Slim uh, book, King Bullet. It's the 12th in the series by Richard Cadry. Uh, this was a book that came highly recommended by No Applause, Just the Clap, co-host Deb. Uh, I got in, I think like, se- maybe five or six books were out. Okay. So about halfway through the series, and I slammed through Slammed through. Okay. Um, this is the last book. I know I've bitched about Richard Cadry's titles. King Bullet actually does make sense. So he's batting about 500 on that one. Um, <laughs> uh, the man does not know how to does not know how to name books, uh, title books. Um, I'm really digging it. I don't know obviously where it's going in the very end, but basically the premise is. From the first book, uh, Sandman Slim, uh, or Stark, has was sent to hell, became a gladiatorial badass, came back to Earth, uh, found out his girlfriend's dead, and goes on a, a revenge spree. And then through the books, just gets sucked into like you know kind of the seedy underbelly of like the magic community in LA. Oh, okay. The how topical Kadri, which I'm not happy with it be perfectly honest okay. uh, the new book opens with there's been an epidemic Yay. in LA where they all have to wear masks and I'm like oh for yeah. fuck's sake yeah. okay like I watched Sweet Tooth please stop I just I don't 
I don't care if I have to deal with it in my real life. I don't want to be reminded of it in all my the fiction time. with like Sweet Tooth and this new book where it's like we have to wear masks. That's my escapism. It's a world where people don't have to wear masks. Yeah. That isn't it? like the purge. Um, <laughs> yeah, they did say that did mess with my enjoyment of certain shows when they were trying to be real but also aware of the surroundings and they had all their characters start wearing masks. I'm no. like, you do realize I watch this so I don't have to think about real life. Right. So you don't need to have masks on everybody. Oh, I know God. you're the trying, first but stop. episode of Sweet Tooth where they're like, there's a pandemic. And I'm like, stop, mm. stop. The problem like, was we, writing for a fictional storyline, starting off with a pandemic to kill everything off is pretty basic. Yes. Yeah, that's a trope. But, yeah. and, and obviously Sweet Tooth came way before that. Yeah. But, King Bullet didn't. Okay. Um, but it's basically, while there's a LA epidemic, uh, there's also the rise of this weird cult leader um, named King Bullet. Okay. And this comes hot on the heels of the last book where a dying angel like unlocks the last door in like heaven or something and unleashes something. We don't know what it is. We don't know if it's the epidemic. We don't know if it's King Bullet. So, um, I'm interested to see where it goes. Uh, it has been an op- option for a movie. Lord knows when that's ever going to happen. I think it's going to be de- development hell for quite some time. And I couldn't even tell you what the main character looks like in my head. Mm. Like, every time they describe him, I'm like, oh, shit, he's got hair? Like, I just assumed he was, like, scarred bald. No, no, he's got hair. Um, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Richard Cadre writes some of the best metaphors. And I could not quote any of them to you right now, mm-hmm. off the top of my head. But if uh, you like urban fantasy, I highly recommend Sandman Slim, uh, the series, and then King Bullet Book 12. So that's it. Otherwise, I'm just rereading Saga in the Age of Apocalypse omnibus. I'm the Basai. I'm the Basai. I'm the Basai. I think it's a character in Cowboy Bebop. Pretty sure it isn't. But okay. we can pretend. That smacks of Japanese racism, but it isn't. Just cultural appropriation at its finest. Well, I mean, you could say, like, I want the Omni Basai role. Yeah. No? Nothing on that one? And on that note, I think we're signing off. The only show that doesn't make STD jokes normally. But I guess we on a regular kind of did. On a regular basis, we don't. But it's there. Talk to you next week, folks. If you've liked what you've heard, listen and subscribe to our other shows like No Applause, Just the Clap, PETA's and Honey Bunch's Pop Culture Spectacular, Fear Agents, and I Hate Kathy Hammond. We can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and www.bacnpodcast.com.